0: hey welcome to the dork night where we talk about all things batman and we have such an awesome show for you today you know a bunch of dc news drops so we're going to be speculating about the upcoming batman movie and batman in general bat batman batman uh (laughs) the batman Uh, it's been a long day but we're gonna have a lot of fun talking about batman the dorkening and all affiliated shows are not intended for anyone under the age of 18 the following may contain discussions or scenes that have adult situations, graphic violence, nudity, strong sexual content, and graphic language. This show is intended for mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised. how's it going
1: i like to talk about batman and piter man oh hey man what's 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 going on guys another mm. uh fun-filled day here the dork night
0: yeah totally senior justin hello let's talk some batman right yeah it's been a while i know i know i know so you know dc dropped a bunch of news and uh it's... So let me bring up my list. Did they? I, I think they did. I think they did.
2: At this point, this is a couple of weeks ago. Uh, James Gunn came out and did this whole uh, video that he had prepared about what they're going to have. And um, I'll, I'll be honest, like I was just listening and waiting for they were going to say booster gold. And then I was like, OK, I'm good.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I don't know if you caught it on the Wednesday show, but I actually did say like as soon as they said booster gold, I heard Justin getting getting an erection all the way. Yeah, over, you can like, hear Chicago. it. Yeah, it
2: was a pants-busting one, you know? I am um, pants-bustingly erect right now. <laughs> yeah. And they were corduroys. So. Ouch.
0: Oh, ouch. Those oh, ridges
1: uh, stuck around for a full day. Yeah.
0: No, it's... A...
1: <laughs> how, how am I not wearing a condom and I'm still ribbed for her pleasure? This is ridiculous. <laughs> this is <recoculous. laughs>
0: Uh Well, on uh, the... What a fun segue. To, I know. <laughs> Well, uh, speaking of Booster Gold, and, and we'll get right into Batman. But, uh, in Splash Pages, we talked about, did you see Booster Gold, number one, like jumped up in price big time? Yep. Yes. First, uh,
2: it's, it's the second time that's happened because the Pete Davidson character from The Suicide Squad, its first appearance was in that. Okay. So, so it's the second time it's happened. But yeah, yeah. I, I'm always looking for that book. And I was trying to get like a graded copy and all that. But yeah, it's going up. Yeah,
0: uh, six hundred and eighty dollars, I think, for a graded copy. Graded uh, probably a nine
2: point. I found I, I found it cheaper, graded. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Fine
1: that. I'm not gonna tell you fucking where or how much.
2: Did you? Oh, I'm like, did you buy
1: it? <laughs> uh, I, I I was just I'm this close. Oh, you're that close. Um, okay, cool. Yeah, I needed to cancel something that a fucking seller just dragged their feet on, uh, and didn't fucking even ship after. 2 weeks so i was like all oh, right well I hate that. i'm yeah. not fucking i'm not paying you so how about get bent wow. so i canceled it i'm just waiting for cuz uh, i'm waiting for the amount that was uh kind of finalized to you know be yep. ne- be negated nice good for you man that's going to be a great collection piece hopefully we'll see i mean it may have jumped up since the last time i looked at it 4 days ago find
0: out uh, raw copies went from 50 to 250 i think
2: 50 is kind of the going price out here that i've seen but it's been like a little bit higher you know uh, in the, the past couple years but i mean I, i've seen 50 45 I, I saw one for 90 but you know it's again after the suicide squad it jumps up another 40 to 50 bucks you know
0: yeah crazy so, Batman... After, after the good
1: Suicide Squad. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, so, uh, James Gunn uh, let us know that the Matt Reeves Batman uh, Part 2 is uh, still underway. Um, I hope but, they call it Batman
2: Returns.
1: Yeah, that would be shockingly
0: original. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so, uh, we're, we're still going to have multiple... Batman in the dcu but it looks like they're going to be going with elseworlds for the the batman um <laughs> for the 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 batman <laughs> uh, uh brandon why don't you uh clue us in what is elseworlds since you are the the expert
1: well i mean certainly an enthusiast i don't know about expert Uh, I've dabbled, especially in college. (laughs) (laughs) I experimented a little bit here and there. Um, Yeah, Elseworlds are uh, sort of what-if stories from uh, DC Comics. They are characters that exist within stories that wouldn't, shouldn't, or couldn't exist uh, and the drama and interest lies within those lines. Um, so you get some pretty, pretty interesting takes. Uh, we've, we've covered quite a few of them on the other podcast. We do comics paradox. Um, you know, you get stuff like uh, Superman speeding bullets in which kal is rocketed from the doom planet Krypton and lands on earth. But because of shifting winds, he actually lands just outside of the city limits of Gotham, and is found by Thomas and Martha Wayne, brought in and raised as Bruce. And Thomas and Martha are still murdered by Joe Chill in Crime Alley, and da da da, da, da. Now you basically have Batman with all the powers of Superman. Um, there's there's other fun little things, too. Uh, there's actually an Elseworld called Flashpoint that has nothing to do with the Flashpoint that everyone keeps referencing for the Flash movie, um, where Barry Allen goes back in time and prevents his mother from being murdered. Uh, it's actually an interesting one where Barry Allen goes to prevent the assassination of JFK, but in doing so, he doesn't realize there's a second bullet fired and it hits him hmm. in the back of the neck and paralyzes him from the neck down. Uh, and he actually still becomes a a hero to society because he is a scientist. And even though his body cannot move, his mind still moves at the speed of light. And he works with a man known as Vandal Savage to create all kinds of fun stuff that pushes society towards utopia. And as the three issues go on, I imagine
2: that works out well.
1: Oh, absolutely. Everyone's (laughs) super happy. No one's left wanting for anything. There's definitely not like a sinister plot that some Neanderthal who's been alive for millennia has been trying to, you know, undertake. That would just be, that would be silly. Um, Mm -hmm. But there's, uh, there's also another Batman one. Um, Abin Sir, uh, the Green Lantern of Sector 2814 lands, uh, crash lands on earth uh, only instead of the desert. He lands close to Gotham. Uh, Actually, within the Wayne Manor uh, estate and uh, Bruce Wayne is found to be the most worthy person of the ring because he is shown the ability to overcome great fear. And he actually uses the ring to hide the ship in a hollowed out cave that he knows exists beneath the manor he was raised in. Uh, and he becomes the Darkest Knight, and, and the name of that particular one is Batman in Darkest Night. You get to see some cool combinations of Green Lantern and Batman villains, like Two Face. Uh, is looking is at Scott. that now, actually, in the uh, he, compilation here. Yeah, Two Face is one of one of the more creative ones out of that. I thought because it it combines Harvey Dent with, um, I mean, I can't even say who it's combined with, but he is made into like you know a fucked up, you know you know uh scarred dude but instead of being two-faced because it was a, it was a cosmic cause that did it he's known as binary um, oh wow yeah and yes. sinestro is joker yeah well, so, well that's the thing sinestro's kind of joker but the oh, reason collapses <laughs> he no he is he he actually goes to earth and tries to figure out how to get at batman and finds out that the one thing that ever stru- truly struck fear into his heart was this man, Joe Chill, who had murdered his parents. And he figures Joe Chill must be a, a shrewd mastermind. And he actually uses his ring to absorb the psychology of Joe Chill, and it drives him insane. And he becomes, he becomes like a Sinestro Joker because of Joe Chill. Like it's, it's fucking weird, but it, it, it's cool. It works. You know, it's goofy, but it's fun. Um, but yeah, Elseworlds, man, they, they just kind of show an alternate take on what you would expect or what we already know has happened. So it's a great way to label stories that will take place outside of the continuity that they're trying to set as their main line through the DCU. And by labeling uh, these stories as such, it's a clear way for folks who wouldn't necessarily be familiar with what is or is not supposed to be happening in that main story to pick and choose how they, how they view and, and, you know, consume uh, the, those characters adventures like, like uh, Joker and Joker two are going to be else worlds. And the Batman is an else world. And I I quite like that idea. I, I think, I think it works out really well and, You know, it's a it's a brand, it's a label that already exists for the company. So why not why not go with what works? Um, And that they're they're saying right from the outset, like these are stories that will not affect the the through line, the the straight narrative that we're telling. uh, I think is a great way to nip in the bud a lot of the complaints that we heard from some goofballs out there with in regards to Marvel's What If series on Disney+, Plus, because one of the weirdest complaints I saw about that was, you know, obviously the whole whole series is predicated upon what if this, that, and the other thing had or had not happened. And a lot of folks were like, I just wish it had tied into, like, everything in the movies that, you know, like, everything that we see. I'm like, that's the fucking point. It's not supposed to.
2: Yeah, but then they did, and it wasn't, like, great. How did they though? <laughs> that, um, that Doctor Strange was supposed to be the strange, uh, defender from uh, Multiverse of Madness. No, he
1: wasn't. No, he wasn't. It's not because that Doctor Strange, we saw what his fate was in What If. This was not like a pit stop. Well, he was, he was
2: tied in, into that dimension by yeah. himself.
1: Yeah, but that's not what this Doctor Strange was. Like, it's, it's, similar but it's not the same thing but that's what confused people about it do you, do you see what i'm saying like and part of that is because there were so many people that were waiting for the what ifs to connect to the mcu oh right?
2: i i hope they never yeah. ever do like if that's
1: captain case. carter showing up in the illuminati oh
2: yeah i guess that's that's the other. that's
1: yeah. but that's the thing that's Captain Carter in that reality. That's a reality where she became Captain Carter. That doesn't mean she's the Captain Carter from the what if you saw where at the very end we find out that Steve is basically like the Winter Soldier in that big old, you know, Iron Man-esque armor that he was rocking around. You know, like just because they may look the same doesn't mean that they are exactly the same and that I think that subtlety was lost in in the translation and people had kind of unreasonable expectations with elseworlds straightforward yeah nope it, if you I see this that if you see this it's not part of the actual story you can enjoy it as its own thing you don't have to know any of that in order to enjoy what we're doing over here but if you want to check it out have fun
2: it's kind of like an annual too you know like Every year they they release the big annual, and and it's like, all right, this is a story. It's a self-contained story that's probably not going to cross over with regular continuity, and it takes place. It could take place in continuity or not. And when does it take place? Well, if the current Batman story, like Batman doesn't even have Batarangs or anything else like that, and this one's all about him like doing a Batarang contest or something, it's like, well, you're going to have to take it with a grain of salt that it happened, or it's in Elseworlds, you know? yeah
0: well it's definitely Absolutely. so that was the big thing that they they announced was they're going to stick with a dcu continuity it's going to be uh reset with uh the flash movie which we'll talk about in a little bit but i just wanted to read the official announcement from uh james gunn and uh, saffron so uh gunn is saying yes bat uh matt is working on the batman part two which he thinks of as a Batman crime saga that also includes the Penguin TV series. The Batman is its own thing. Matt's hard work on it, uh, hard to, uh, hard at work on it. He came in and uh, pitched us some amazing stuff the other day, so our plan is for that to continue. Again, it's going to be in Elseworlds. Staffran says the Batman, not a stepchild, It's all under DC. We are fully invested in the success of the Batman, just like we are with everything else. And they're saying everything will be balanced. You won't see multiple Batman stories coming out within six months of each other. Uh, And uh, they're also saying the DCU's multiverse. uh, We're going to be focusing on one universe from that multiverse, explained Safran. And if something isn't DCU, we're going to be very clear... And uh, so, strictly adult fare like Todd Phillips' Joker or kids animation like Teen Titans Go, we're going to make it very clear that those are DC Elseworlds, just the same that they do it in the comic books. And uh, so, they mentioned Todd Phillips' Joker and Joker Two, the Batman, the Batman Two, and the Penguin series. And then, like I said, they also mentioned Teen Titans Go.
2: Wow, I'm surprised they're doing a Penguin series.
1: Well, I mean, it's still within the else worlds of the Batman and not for nothing, Colin Farrell was incredibly impressive.
2: Yeah, in yeah. Role. It it just shocks me that it's like is there enough call for this character to, you know, be compelling enough to have a story? Cuz that's that's what I've always thought's been some of the DC like secondary characters like um like John Jones, great character, great supporting character, but like is he you know compelling enough on his own and i wonder well, that about that's,
1: that's a that's a hard i mean that's difficult anyway just because of the fact that you know when you look at john jones martian manhunter uh, as his role within the dcu i mean when i say dcu i don't mean the the films but i mean the the universe and the comics uh he has been like the the point man for the Justice League of America, the the JLA, the Justice League, however you want to refer to it, for a very long time. But when it comes down to it, for differentiation, why do you need Martian Manhunter around if you have Superman? They They are just power levels, abilities, leadership, very similar you know that's why i actually thought it did make a lot of sense not that i i'm i'm a f- person that goes around espousing the fucking virtues of the snyderverse but i really did agree with having cyborg be part of justice league because no, he definitely. brought something different to the table you want to make sure that each individual member was distinct and Martian Manhunter he Martian and Kryptonian all right i mean do we need the two aliens? Like, why don't we have like the man who brought himself to the pinnacle of human achievement, Batman? We have the the demi-goddess from a, an island of Amazons who can't age. We we have a kid who was was in a horrible accident that destroyed most of his body, but it left him with these incredible abilities that he now has to learn how to navigate through life. We and they're going to a-
2: aid us against our big bad you know the the enemy so it's like yeah
1: yeah it all it all makes sense in regards to the character involvement and you have you have the oceans covered the 71 percent of the planet's surface with with arthur and then you have the, the the wise cracking you know geek who's really into science that happens to you know get struck by lightning and chemicals and can move at super duper speed You know, everybody has something different that they bring to the table. That's what you want, you know? That's what I
2: really liked about the uh, Justice League. Even when it started out, it was like Black Canary and Flash and Martian Manhunter and and, uh, Green Lantern. And then eventually Green Arrow was added and all that. But I I always liked that because it's like, you do have something different. And the Justice League is not like, they're not like the X-Men or even Fantastic Four or something like that. Therefore, like, okay, this is something big enough where it's like just one hero can't handle it. So, and that's I've always thought is different because like the Avengers are like, let's just throw everything we have at it, you know. And the Justice League's like, we got to this point because this stuff is way too big for just one
1: member. I just bought Booster like Gold number one. All right, <laughs> 9.6 250. Nice, wow, very nice. Sorry, it's not that I have like fucking pocket money to burn here. I'm just saying, you know, if I can (laughs) get it for that price, I'm going to fucking take it. Totally. started talking about it. I was like, wait a minute. I should check on that shit.
0: (laughs) So um, I'm not going to play the trailer. I'm going to pull up uh, screenshots. Cool. And that'll work
1: out great for everyone who's listening.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we can discuss so the Super Bowl. Uh well, listener,
1: do you see that one? What a great photo that is. All right, we'll, let's look at the next one now,
0: Leo. We'll, we'll have to be very descriptive in, in how we explain all this. So have you ever seen a photograph from the old west? Look at this photograph. Every time I do it makes me laugh.
1: <laughs> look at this graph. <laughs> Every time I do it makes me graph. <laughs> look at this calotype so that's, that's we open a up on a, joke. on a on a, 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 <laughs> a sepia toned photo of a of a somewhat bloodied and wet floor with what seems to be the rubber <laughs> static neck version of a batman's cowl
0: yeah so Obviously, uh, like I was saying, uh, during the Super Bowl, they released the Flash trailer. Mm-hmm. And as they said, the Flash is going to be the reboot of the DCU. Reset. And... reset. Uh, sorry, reset, reset. Thank you for yes. correcting me. Uh, reset. Oh, I'm really good at it. I'll do it whenever you want, Leo. <laughs> Much appreciated. <laughs> reset of the DCU. So going forward, uh, all that we know is going to be carrying over. We know uh, Shazam. Is going to be part of DCU. We know Black Adam is going to be part of DCU. Uh, I believe they said Aquaman is also so, going to be part so of. So Black
2: Adam is going to come back and be in well, Shazam, well, or is well, it well, just well, done?
1: Hold on, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't recall seeing anything specifically about Black Adam. Yeah, I was
0: thinking the same thing. I do not maybe recall I'm that. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong.
2: Maybe I thought it was just done, and that was the deal.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's so much like. Gone overall, but I mean, the yeah, writing is but... on the wall. The writing yeah. is on the wall, you know. Yeah. They, they haven't said anything concrete. Um, have they said anything concave? <laughs> How about convex? <laughs> yes, good, good, <laughs> very good. Let me see. I'm i, I have they said anything it's... concave? Yes, in a roundabout way. <laughs> 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 yeah, he's like, he's. Yeah, he's from like India or, or Pakistan or or, or or I don't know, maybe a little further down, like Laos. He yeah, said, some, "Look inward."
0: Somewhere <laughs> along those lines.
1: Ah, pan Asian. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here. All right, I I say okay. So, DC Chapter One to include Superman Legacy, The Batman Part Two, Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, The Brave and the Bold, Paradise Lost, Wonder Woman. Booster Gold, Creature Commandos, Amanda Waller TV Series, Green Lanterns, Swamp Thing, The Authority. Um, The movies are Superman Legacy, Batman Part 2, Brave and the Bold, The Authority, Swamp Thing, Supergirl. TV is Creature Commandos, Waller, Lanterns, Paradise Lost, um, Booster Gold. And what we know is after The Flash, uh, Blue Beetle, Shazam, and Aquaman are going to feel the effects of the reset. Nice. And then after Aquaman, it's full-blown DCU Chapter 1.
2: Yeah, because Shazam, like, if you, if you think about Shazam, like, that first movie, a, a key plot point was he had a Batarang, like a Batman Batarang. So that would be completely different from version of version. I wonder mm. if something like that will change.
1: Well, it, it's very possible. Uh, you know, it, th- with this being a reset, it's going to be tiny things that make a big difference, you know. Uh, so, I mean, there's a, there's a lot to look forward to. I don't, I don't think that there's a cause for nail biting or, or anything. I, I think a lot of this stuff is incredibly promising. Uh, I talked about it at great length on our midweek geeks Wednesday night show um, where I kind of talked about some of the ideas I had for what I thought might some of the stuff might be about how it might be approached and how if you really pay attention to the projects altogether, they cover a wide array of different types of characters and stories, which allows the gaps in between to be filled. And there's some connective thread between uh, quite a few of these projects, you know, like like Swamp Thing. They said they already said they're going to be pulling heavily from Alan Moore's Run, the Saga of Swamp Thing. That's where John Constantine was introduced. So there's a likelihood that that somehow dovetails into John Constantine's presence in the DCU. And also, if they're doing Swamp Thing, that means they are going to address the existence of the green and likely the red, which opens up the door at some point for Animal Man, mm-hmm. as well as uh, Beast Boy in Teen Titans, if they if they do anything with that, because Beast Boy is also connected to the red, which is the uh, force that connects all living uh, animals, you know, all living beings, and
2: Vixen, which people will have seen now from uh, the Arrowverse, you know, so Vixen's not going to be a complete surprise.
1: Yeah, so I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff that that's going on. I, I I'm I'm really curious to see what Lanterns is going to be. They, yes. they described it yeah. sort of a true detective type thing with Hal Jordan and John Stewart, which I'm I'm very pumped about because I think Hal Jordan personally, I I, I think he's the most boring of the Lanterns. Agreed. And having <laughs> ha, thank you. And having John Stewart with him, somebody who is actually a very like stand up dude. You know, he's a marine, he he's a he's a smart, talented architect. Uh, he's all about plans on plans on plans. You know, like if he had the type of money and training that Bruce Wayne did, he'd probably be a more effective Batman than him and that just bodes well uh, you know space cops on a detective case on earth what is it they're looking for we we don't even know what it's a mystery what the mystery is
2: and that's um that's going to be a show right like a that's like a show a HBO yeah. show or something yeah um yeah, i can see that being good and
1: i hope they get the casting right i know tate was it was a tate digs that says he wanted to do it uh, maybe I, I don't recall seeing, I know Common for the longest time wanted to, wanted to play Green Lantern. My, my hope is that he's too you know, scary. With, <laughs> with, with, my hope is that with lanterns that they actually bring, you know, I know a lot of people are going to have a hard on for Guy Gardner and stuff, but quite frankly, I, I really hope they bring in Jessica Cruz and Simon Baz. Oh, she
2: is such a good character. Simon Baz uh, is a blank slate character because nobody wanted to touch him after um jeff johns made him because it's like oh that's jeff's baby and he is such a blunt instrument i, I used to write reviews for for um mm-hmm. comic watch and i did that that series um green lanterns and mm-hmm. i love that series jessica is such a vibrant piece of life and hope and all that and you're like this is great and then simon's like this is what a car engine looks like if i make it on my ring oh i'm so torn between my religion and this but it'll never go anywhere it's like you you literally don't care about your 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 morals and values because from one one page to the next you're completely contradicting all of everything that you stand for so i'm like who are you simon bass you know,
1: so. yeah we see i i i saw that as the the arc of the character because he legitimately didn't know who he was like we, we got to see him going through that at the same time as Jessica trying to overcome her anxiety and agoraphobia. Oh, yeah,
2: terrible, terrible stuff. And then you figure out where her origin comes from, and you're like, you know what? I like this character. I like but, where but, she's going, and I want to see more of her.
1: But the same here. But I mean, I liked Simon too, because it was sort of like the opposite side of the coin where, you know, Je- Jessica was, it was clear that she didn't know who she was or what exactly she wanted, but she was working towards it. Whereas Simon, he made it seem like he knew exactly what he wanted and who he was, but he was filled with so much self doubt that he constantly like self sabotaged. And like you said, contradicted himself regularly. I don't think that was a mistake. It was to show the foibles that they have to overcome in order to become the great green lanterns. They wanted to be. But before they could do that, they needed to really be Jessica Cruz and Simon Baz. Um, you know, the, I thought that was one of the best conceits I had ever seen in a Green Lantern story that Hal Jordan forced them to work together and that they had to recharge their rings together every 24 hours or else neither one of them would work. I mean, that talk about spinning the entire lore mythology on its ear. Um, and that's part of the reason why I would really love to see them brought into it at some point, but I will say the appeal for Jessica Cruz to show up first and foremost is definitely higher, um, especially considering there are there are definitely people who have expressed interest in playing the role, and uh, some of the same performers are the ones that fans want to see like um diane guerrero who she plays crazy jane in doom patrol but she would be an absolutely phenomenal pick to yeah play she jessica would cruz. she would be awesome yeah i i would i would love to see that and um, there's
2: no shortage of of great actresses out there that could could do the role oh yeah i'm there.
1: citing her because she specifically stated she yeah. would love to play jessica cruz that's that's the reason i brought her up and also cool. like she's she's from roxbury so like Yeah, Yeah. hometown girl. (laughs)
0: Uh, I couldn't find the article. Must have been a. uh, I know he did a video as well, but he does talk about Shazam being uh, so far outside of the the main DCU. It's like within the DCU, but like you know, off on on his own. You know, Blue
1: Beetle. Like I said, Blue Beetle, Shazam, and Aquaman are going to be kind of like ripple affected, but not to the extreme where they are part of chapter one so that doesn't mean that the people playing those roles are going to change in a future project it just means that the world they inhabit is going to change around them to reflect what the reality is of that it's story just a, a
2: retcon in other words so it's like some things will change yeah. and-
1: it's easier if, yeah and we know it is retcon and you're 100 correct You know, I don't want to say reboot because retcon and reboot aren't necessarily the same thing. We we know that any any comic book fan worth their salt knows that. Uh, But to say reset, I think, is a far more accessible term to those that would be tuning into such an announcement. And they may have more of a best passing familiarity with comics as a medium. Uh, and they they were watching because they were either genuinely interested in what the film slash TV side of all this was going to be, mm-hmm. or they were hate watching it because they they for some reason went out and bought all kinds of pacifiers in the shape of Zack Snyder's dick.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I uh, like I like Snyder stuff. I think it's fine. Like I listen. I like, li-
1: no, no. Listen. It's, I, it's, it's n- fine. It's not. Yeah. I'm not trying to knock on yeah. Zack Snyder from f- first and like for the most part. I hear he is an absolutely lovely man, I, 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 and I don't doubt it. I really don't. I've legitimately seen footage. Now, that's that, the
2: greatest conceit that I've heard.
1: <laughs> no, I, listen, Just beca- I have a problem with whiner with babies who stamp their feet and scream and cry for a lollipop when they just got handed an ice cream sandwich. Like, shut the fuck up. You already got your treat, kid. We told you one thing. It's like when you see a mother mm-hmm. walk into a store with their toddler. You can get one thing. You can get one thing, and then they walk up to the car, the, the counter with, fucking four things. It's like pick one. No, I want them all, and they throw a temper tantrum. That's what the fucking Snyder cultists do. They're, those fuckers, are 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 pizza cutters. All edge, no point.
0: <laughs> oh my god! Did you see somebody uh, took the flash trailer and made it black and white? no
1: oh cool
0: wow to to fit the the justice league uh yeah Man,
1: they must have been up all night like i know figuring out how to do that thinking of it and then executing it i hope when it was all over and done with they like took a well-deserved load off but like not on their ass too hard that's where they keep their brains
0: (laughs) uh so um we, we know we're getting two Batman in this movie, and it's re- rumored to be a third within the Flash movie. And like you said, it, it's it's not a reboot. It, it's a reset. So most likely at the end of Don't this. Don't call movie. it a comeback. Sorry. Yeah, that's what I was thinking.
2: <laughs> so so
0: we may see Christian Bale in this, if that's the word on the street. No. Uh, no the the, the no. rumor is it's going to be Clooney. No, absolutely what? not.
1: That, no, James Gunn debunked that. Straight really? up. Yeah, on Twitter. See, Twitter is this social media tool, Leo. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's right. Uh, They were were talking about that. I
2: saw that. Um, But, man, I, I can't believe if they picked anybody, it would be Clooney. No, yeah, no, no,
1: no. James Gunn not only debunked George Clooney, he debunked, like, previous people who have played Batman playing Batman.
0: Well, no, this is for...
1: This movie, as well as the future. Okay,
0: I thought they were talking about the future Batman, which is totally understandable. It's going to be somebody totally new. Um, yeah, they, but they were
1: talking about, like, who's going to be Batman moving forward? And somebody straight up asked him, George Clooney. Yeah, I
2: saw that one. He, and he, his response
1: was, absolutely not. That is a direct quote. Absolutely not.
2: I don't see why they what the payoff would be to have it, because it's a lot of money to spend for a throwaway gag.
1: And that's, a, but that's that. You know what? It's not even. It's not even. Here's the thing. Never mind, a lot of money. Never mind, throwaway. It's a fucking gag. Like that shit. Nah. There's there's no room for that right now. You can you cannot afford. And I just in opportunity costs, let alone financial means. You cannot afford to be that off putting with driving your story forward right out of the yeah right see look is it true you're casting george clooney as the new main dcu batman absolutely not
0: yeah see see i take that as the 2025 batman movie
1: (laughs) well no 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 no. um no somebody else asked him will will batman in the dcu be someone we've seen before and he said it it will be a, a new actor will not be anybody that we've seen
0: before
2: and i, I wonder too if this is going to be bruce wayne or if this is they're going to do something with like terry mcginnis or they'll do something with um, like the future state batman who's uh different i forget his name tim fox yeah maybe tim fox you know That'd
1: be interesting. i mean you that, want to talk i feel, you want that, talk about I feel like if, i feel like if you're going to put tim fox in though you, you in some capacity you need to introduce lucius beforehand yeah, yeah. So You understand, like, the legacy involved altogether. Because that, that works to me as an
2: animated film where it's like, okay, perfect. You know, that, that'd that be great. But, you know, and, and these animated films that they've had have been fantastic. And they're all well-received. Mm-hmm. They're really well-made. We total. just had the Super Sons, which was, like, the last Batman Superman. I really Ohio.
1: enjoyed that animation. It was movie. great. It yeah. really was. And it, it honestly, it, like, the animation style on it is just – it's it's like everything a motion comic truly wanted to be the first mm-hmm. time you ever saw one. It looks like it is the actual animated version of the comic book. And it was just, it was so fluid and, and well done that it made me want another one of those animated movies coming out soon. Well, it, we, we had too. We,
0: we just got one. Uh, Justice Society just dropped.
1: No, no, no. I mean... Super Sons. Like I want another, oh, Super, another Suns Super Sons
0: movie. Yeah. yeah, like I want to see yeah. the
1: continuing adventures of the Super Sons. They they I
0: might think. because I heard it did pretty well. They nailed Damian's like attitude. That would be... They
1: nailed Jonathan's too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He does
2: he does so well animated like Damien. Like I was just watching The Son of Batman today and um like I mean you could see him there. You could see him in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Batman. You could see him in uh Batman versus Robin. It's like anytime they have Damien on screen, he mm-hmm. eats scenery like he's Mr. Sinister. It's just awesome.
0: Oh, you know, totally. he's, Even in he's Harley so... Quinn. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, so we do get this, uh, the 89 Batman cowl uh, with a bunch of blood on the floor. Um, we The next shot of Batman is going to be with, uh, let me find it here. It's going to be Affleck's Batman. Bruce
1: uh, Wayne. Yeah, that
2: that kind of shocked because I didn't realize that Affleck would be in this film, but I know he was under contract, so this is probably how he got out of it.
1: <laughs> well, I I knew that he was going to be go. in it. Yeah, right. Yeah, it shows yeah. him on like a bat pod type cycle. Yep. In, I thought it was just dying. under the cover of under the cover of noon. I'd like to <laughs> add, uh, way to go, Dark Knight.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, um, I'll find the next shot. Uh, a lot of people were saying, "Oh, it's it's uh, Bales Batman." It's Bales what Batman. Are you, what but, are you doing,
1: man? Like, you taking this away? You taking this away from us? What is what is this? We don't get to see it. Fine. Well,
0: there you, you do. I I don't want to play the video. it's <gasps> oh. <laughs> so that stately Wayne Manor. Meanwhile, yeah, and uh, they stately said stately
1: Wayne Manor.
0: They said, it's, "Uh, I read this the same Wayne Manor from uh, Batman '89." Yes, Ooh. that
1: that is in England. There, where they shot it because they ah hence the fog (laughs) yes ah the fog what the john carpenter movie shut up (laughs) (laughs) um yeah because they shot most of the the movie at pinewood studios but uh oh look at that (gasps) oh i hope that batmobile has a weird nipple on the front of it
2: (laughs) i'm like it's a turbine (laughs) yeah
1: And so, I, okay i mean turbine another... i've never heard describe that
2: as a weird nipple in front of the really because it's literally like how
1: i thought of it as a fucking kid i like i, like, I like that
2: you put that into my world so
1: yeah you're well, well i mean i'm fucking 41 in like a week and a half man so welcome to me for the past 34 years <laughs> like i know it's a turbine but seven year old me in the movie theater i remember thinking a couple of things very What's clearly one of them was, Why does the Batmobile have a nipple? Granted, I was seven, so I was like,
0: Why does the Batmobile have a nipple?
1: But there you, you go, know, okay. The point remains of course, the same.
2: Of course, your beard was much thicker then. <laughs>
1: I mean, no, I didn't have a beard, but that's oh, because oh. I, was, I was only, I was only well, that's five not how aging
2: before, works. Five
1: years away from actually hitting puberty at 12, and I did it. And you know, I, I went into my bedroom one night, howled for eight and a half hours straight. Uh, then came out with uh, chest hair, a deep voice, and a, uh, a a goatee.
2: Is that when your dad told you about the curse of all the Howard uh, men?
1: <laughs> so <laughs> you're a wolf. You're a wolf. Right, listen up, Scott. Uh, you know, it's a, great well, great power comes great responsibility. Or something like that. I got to <laughs> go work at the hardware store. <laughs> or is that, that just from, in the cartoon? Dad, dad, <laughs> dad, did you get that from Spider-Man? Well, you know, got to
0: go. (laughs) Oh my God. Did you know Michael J. Fox was in the very first episode of night court? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I I, I actually,
1: I I just found out about it about seven seconds ago. Oh,
0: very cool. (laughs) (laughs) So the, the bat cave here, uh, somebody calls it night court. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Oh wait. So that's like a giant cave though. And those are bats. Well, it's not just a clever name
2: to to be, uh, to be fair. Uh, Richard Mole uh, did do uh, the voice of Two Face in Batman the Animated Series, and sure. he was bull on Night Court. So yeah,
0: uh, they need to bring him back. I hope so. Bring yeah.
1: him back to what?
0: Life. New- Night Court.
1: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, that's right. They they have a new show. Anyway, fucking Batman. All right, (laughs) Batman.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, you'll notice that this is the same Bat Cave where Vicky Vale almost falls.
1: uh, Is it really Vicky Vale? No shit. Yep. Huh. Uh, Honest to God, like I I thought it looked kind of a little different than what I remembered, but I've seen so many fucking Batman movies that uh, it's it's probably just an amalgamation in my head at this point.
0: Yeah. yeah well it, it's there we're certainly seeing more of it uh, um fair but I, I believe in 89 we do see this like section
2: okay the turnstile yeah that's where the animated series uh got that from yep it always scared the crap out of me i'm like oh my god how does he know when to stop you know
1: because he's batman yeah no kidding how do you know when to stop i'm batman you've <laughs> got me who's got you
0: uh so we see the 89 cowl
1: then we see the 89 cowl or as i like to call it handles on a skull
0: Uh, have um, you
1: have you found it difficult to let people grab you by the head and then knee you directly in the face by pulling you in a downward motion try our new handles on your skull (laughs) from wayne industries jesus mary and joseph
0: so this was total fan service. It is zoom. to it, And uh, yeah, I'm Batman. Like looking straight at the camera like he's not even his eye line isn't down to the two flashes. Nope. I can't wait to see the fucking comedic
1: deleted scenes from this. Yeah. Where it's Keaton's just like, yeah, I hope Tom
2: Hiddleston shows up and he goes, no oh, franchise like, and then gets out. <laughs> he's like,
1: yeah, my balls itch. <laughs> <laughs> I can't turn my head.
0: <laughs> I, funniest thing, it, uh, I can and, do anything I want except little right or left. Show time. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so when Batman 89 came out, obviously we knew it was so iconic. Yeah, I'm Batman. Uh, but when uh, the Flash TV show came out, flash back in the 90s was it 90s? 1990
1: starring john wesley ship developed yeah. by paul de mayo and yep. danny bilson
0: when he first gets his suit he... no
1: imdb in
0: front of me by the way kids that's
1: all from the terror dog.
0: that is scary <laughs> that is scary i just remember he picks up his his first perp and he goes who are you and he goes i'm bat i mean i'm the flash
1: yeah well yeah. they i mean they were making the show fresh off the heels of the popularity of batman yeah. you know in that's what i mean danny elfman basically did, just yeah. did a remix of the fucking batman theme for the flash yeah. um but yeah like it stands to reason that there would be some similar i mean look how dark that show was too Yeah. primarily because of i will say i do appreciate it <laughs> okay. I, nice. I do appreciate that with batman and like tim burton and it did, it did translate slightly over to Joel Schumacher, even with his fucking neon deco shit. But Tim Burton really went for like a, a sort of industrial art deco. Yeah, it's totally art deco. Yep. And I, I always liked and appreciated the fact that the show, The Flash, the way that Central City looked and felt, it actually did feel like it would exist in the same... Totally. Place as Michael Keaton, like Tim Burton's Batman, it had that same kind of modern old-time feel to it. Uh it was it was a really it was a, a clever design choice, I think, and a in a, a nice visual cue for anybody that pays attention to more of that background stuff, like nerds like us, you know.
2: Yep, yeah. oh,
1: exactly. Um, it, it it really like I would buy John Wesley Ships Flash and this batman working together in a heartbeat.
2: Totally. I've seen so many commissions of that, you know. It's yeah. Like, like well, people so, wanting that.
0: So, uh, thanks to the comics, uh we do know for continuity Batman 89 uh is the same universe where uh Reeves Superman is uh Linda Carter's Wonder Woman. Uh and I thought there was one other
2: I thought Oh interesting. I cuz I thought that was the the 66 with the uh, Wonder Woman. Like the Batman 66 with Adam West. Mm-hmm. I don't know,
1: but they I mean they officially entitled the Superman Batman thing like the movies Christopher Reeve and, and Michael Keaton as Earth 19789.
0: Uh, interesting. yeah, something yeah. Yeah, it's
1: 19789 because it combines the years 1970. 1978, 1989,
2: 19789. Yeah. Both uh both went to Juilliard, right?
1: Or maybe maybe it's just seven eight nine. I don't I don't know, but I could have sworn it was not Hmm.
2: Yeah, because uh. I, I think Keaton was, was maybe what like eight years younger than
0: um than uh, Reeves. It was recently done in Dark Crisis. Oh cool. Oh, I, I have yet
2: to read oh, that, and I was kind of either. waiting for it to be done first.
1: Same, but also like it's a crisis book, so what? It? It's seven, eight, nine. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Earth Yeah, Earth seven, eight, nine. Creators: Richard Donner, Tim Burton, Mark Wade.
2: I did see that there's a an Easter egg in here when you get to all the. The uh, costumes. Yes, the main costumer had uh, made one that was gray and blue to mimic
1: the old Adam West suit. Adam West. Adam, Adam West. West. Oh no, I'm a tomato. <laughs> uh,
0: I'll have to find it. Um, well, which what are you looking for? I'm sorry. So I was trying to find the page. Uh, Big Bang details, new multiverse. Uh, well, I have
1: it. I mean, DC. Database, Fandom, 789, boom.
0: Moviepoopshoot.com. <laughs> 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 fucking
1: clown shoes. Look at this. <laughs> On Earth-789, Superman and Supergirl oh. are the world's only superpowered heroes, and Batman's parents were killed by a street thug who would eventually become the Joker. Earth-789 is an amalgam of the Donnerverse and the Burtonverse. Its numerical designation is a portmanteau of the years of the first movie in each franchise debuted. 1978, for Superman the Movie... In 1989 for Batman, you dig?
0: I you dig.
1: All right, giggity.
0: <laughs> I I think this scene was absolutely amazing. Yeah,
1: the, I, I will. I mean, honestly, it was dope. <laughs> yeah. So so I could have done with the fucking could have done without the goddamn quick flash like black cuts like yeah. All right, we get it. You don't want to show the whole thing. Damn well, it's it.
0: very. So we're seeing an action scene with Batman '89. As as we know him with his jacked up Nikes, we didn't really see much action in the '89 Batman
1: Nike Air Max. You put some fucking respect on that shit. All right, <laughs> Uh
0: But thanks to CGI, we we get an awesome action scene, very reminiscent of uh, Batflex. Um, uh, what was that? The it's
1: the most badass Michael. The warehouse King Batman has the warehouse ever scene, been. yeah, yeah. yeah it, oh yeah, it's it's definitely the most physically active you've ever seen this Batman be.
0: Yep. So he, he swoops down. And I'm gonna try to yeah. It's it's a lot of black flashes. Is um, he killing people? Like black
2: in cuts. the Batman 89 movie? When oh, he blows up okay, a you know what?
1: Okay, here's the thing. I Now that you're going through it very slowly, uh, for those of you listening, you know I was complaining about the, the quick black cuts that they do as he's swooping down and kicking the shit. It's so fast that until you just started doing this, Leo, I did not realize that's not what it is. It is pitch black as he's kicking the shit out of them, and it only lights up when they shoot their fucking guns. Yep. yeah that's
2: like the warehouse scene
1: yeah but i mean it is pitch black like it's it's not even like kind of like really dim
0: well there's there is nothing
1: well it's it's the it's the guns
0: well actually looks great yeah there's yeah you see is that that a gun gun oh oh, oh.
1: that's, that's a gun
0: that's the gun. I thought that was a flamethrower. Like a barrel no, that, flash. That's, yeah,
1: that's yeah, that's that's what happens when a bullet is fired from a fucking gun. There you go. Uh, muzzle it's flash? a tiny explosion yeah, with a flash, piece of metal right. on the end. Muzzle flash, yes, yes. Ace chemicals.
0: Oh my god. Yeah, this he, he he's just going, oh my god, this is awesome.
1: I'm going ham on them. God damn. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, and
2: just on looking are are two very credulous uh, Ezra Millers, so yep. they're just kind of like ah, excuse me, sir, I don't have any friends.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we see more of the bat cycle with Affleck, and Affleck,
2: uh, yeah. Affleck, yeah, and you can tell his helmet is com- like completely different. Yeah,
1: yeah, it makes sense. You know, no handles on the top for to grab and hurt with.
2: Well, they're positioned differently, too. Like, they're, they're towards the back of his head instead of just, like, pointing straight up. So, you know.
1: Yeah, almost like he didn't want anybody to, like, grab his head and slam it into cement or some kind of hard surface.
2: And they're tinier, <laughs> like, um, like Dark Knight Returns.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, I mean, they took a lot of cues from Dark Knight Returns for the design of, of Ben Affleck's Batman, for sure.
2: That's
1: crazy. Could you
2: imagine if it's a circumstance where they fight each other? Like I mean, you talk about like a nerd orgasm where it's like we just got Ben Affleck fighting uh, Michael Keaton in a in a Flash movie, like
0: insane, you know.
1: Finally, the five foot eight Batman versus the six foot four Batman.
0: (laughs) Uh, So apparently, very uh, it's the same exact batarangs from '89. Cool.
2: Yeah, that is pretty. Had to dust them off. (laughs) Yes. The bad dust is happened. robert wool gonna be in it
1: <laughs> i mean he was he was in the crisis on infinite <laughs> he Bros. was yeah crossover hey, i hope the big guy sees that memo Earth <laughs> 89 uh representing batman on cw
0: we get to batwing as well which is pretty badass which was probably
2: one of the coolest things about that first movie is like <laughs> that that plane was just so cool yeah and then it's uh, uh, funny because the the Christian Bale one didn't have as cool of a um of a bat wing, you know. I yeah. Mean,
1: every every the wink to the audience with the bat wing though in the first movie is is probably one of the most memorable things about it in the first movie. You yep. know what I'm talking about? Yeah, when it goes up right over the moon, F- fucking straight up yep. into the sky, goes right in front of the moon It's like, "Oh, I get it." It's like the Batman symbol. That's clever.
0: <laughs> We're getting the blue and gray suit, which is pretty oh, awesome. That is yep.
1: pretty neat. Yeah. this. have uh... touched that detail before.
0: Well, there's another detail that I saw. Is that, that... supposed to be. It's Affleck? like the Injustice
2: one. Yeah, it's got to be Affleck.
0: Yeah. Because you have the little, it's the little rounded nubs. Yeah. Hmm. But it's
2: clearly not the Snyder costume. No. Like, at all. You know? Like, may, maybe the cowl looks similar, but everything else is complete redesign.
1: Actually, the cowl is similar, but it's not even the same, because it looks like a little bit more of a rounded molding mm-hmm. going up towards that those back ears there. I... No thanks. I gave it the office. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think
1: I know the answer.
0: <laughs> so i'm trying to find the the bat suits oh this was pretty badass
1: badass uh, oh badass. yeah suits uh Kara. Yeah, i thought yeah. this was cool
0: and, and you know for any so this is the one thing that that i dislike i, I watched uh, uh, several of these uh breakdowns and it's very obvious none of them either read or watched flashpoint
1: yeah, I that I mean that is that is uh, ragingly obvious with a lot <laughs> yeah. of the commentary. Cuz it should be Thomas Wayne. Oh
0: my fuck. It should totally be Thomas Wayne. Here's uh, here's here's the best part. Is that
1: actually like on that my favorite dumb thing that I've seen regarding it is I've legitimately seen folks say I think that what we're going to get by the end of this movie is that Michael Keaton is basically going to be Thomas Wayne and he's going to leave a letter or give Barry a letter to give to the other Bruce Wayne to let him know everything. And that was legitimately my reaction. I was like, that is, I felt like it was like fucking, it was like, Billy Madison, dude.
2: His real name is going to be David Wayne because yeah, like, they're, they're going to change his name from Bruce.
1: <laughs> they thought Bruce sounded a little too effete.
2: He's going to be David Wayne, and he's going to be he,
1: whenever he whenever he fights crime. <laughs> the next morning, he's going to wake up, wake up, and find himself missing a shirt and ripped pants. And we're going to play a nice sad piano theme as he walks backwards, hitchhiking back to Wayne Manor.
2: And Sir, um, is and this part of Jack, Batman or be the Incredible Hulk? <laughs> Yes. You wouldn't like me, Vicky Pale. You wouldn't like me when I get angry. <laughs>
0: uh you wanna well, get
2: angry? Let's get angry. <laughs> talk about the green. Let's talk about
0: the green. <laughs> so when they find Kara, uh oh, man, yeah, devoid of sun. She's got the rickets for sure. Yeah. She is
1: emaciated.
0: But as we would expect with a, a Superman that's, you know, the, the flashpoint Superman that's uh been locked away devoid of of sun for years and years and hasn't had any social interaction with anybody
1: yeah i mean even when superman gets out in the flashpoint comic book series um and he gets you know powered up he's still scrawny as hell yeah yeah. it's all it's all like kryptonian superpower at that point it's you know he he he, but he kind of takes to it pretty quickly, um, and it looks like it's going to be kind of the the same thing for Kara once she's able to kind of soak in some sun rays for a couple of minutes. And considering they're in an incredibly snowy place, uh, yeah, that's 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 not too bad a location to uh, get hit with a whole shitload of sun at once for the first time, and probably. The years you've been on an alien planet where people just want to stick you in a dark room. Or, I was, or not. I, was I could be wrong. To
2: see, um, like the other Kryptonians that show up, and um, like with Michael Shannon. Yeah. So okay, I was. Oh. Cool. That's the part that made my jaw drop, and I'm like, holy shit! How are they doing this? You know? And so they're gonna completely, they're going full Terminator here with like Terminator Genesis and all that. They're gonna eliminate Terminator Three. So and what they're going to do is they're going to just erase Man of Steel from existence by acknowledging its existence and changing it. It's crazy, and and they're doing all this without Cavill, which is nuts,
1: you know. Well, I mean, think think about on comics paradox. All right, when we discussed Elseworlds' finest, Supergirl and Batgirl, mm-hmm. it's the same thing that Supergirl had happen in that, just combined with. What happened to Kal-el in Flashpoint? You just mush those two together, and you get Sasha kai Supergirl in the Flash. That's yep. the way. I, that's the way I look at it. At any rate,
2: I, you know, I think I, it's going to be cool.
1: Oh yeah, I, I absolutely. I I I'm very, I'm very excited for this movie overall.
2: The the gray one is on the far left right. hand side, I oh. guess.
0: Oh really? Uh, blue and gray. Uh, so these oh. are Keaton suits. Yeah, um, this was not in the trailer. So, was yeah, this not. was
2: uh, a Twitter feed or something. Somebody had this.
0: Well,
1: there's, uh, I saw a they, clip. They... Well, this scene is in the trailer, but somebody took it and uh, shifted the contrast so you could actually see more. Of, yeah, of yeah.
2: It. They they t- they flipped that Game of Thrones button so you could actually see it. It's not <laughs> like a murky mess. Yeah, it's yeah. it's
1: pretty cool. But hold on like look so, at the look at the look at the ears on that that one on the left that you're talking about all right the blue and gray yep. doesn't that look like the same cowl that we saw on the batman on the bridge that had the blue and gray suit
0: uh no it looks just sand here. symbol yeah oh no okay. he's got he's
2: yeah. got that uh yeah, the same symbol. He's he's good at branding here, that's yeah. for sure.
0: Somebody pointed out this that this looks like the 66 Yeah.
2: Symbol. That's that's what I was told.
1: In um, looks like a combination of 66 and Detective Comics number 27.
2: Yeah, yeah. Guns he's right got the, there. the gun holsters and yeah, he's yep. probably
1: got fucking purple gloves too. Nice.
2: That'd be sick. Well, he should have long ears then. That like jut out the side of his heads instead of like yeah. like straight up.
0: Can you imagine the toys we're gonna get out of this? Oh yeah, it's gonna the be Mc, good. McFarlane figures and it's yes, like he's, he's just doing some good
2: stuff. Like I just saw, uh, he's got a really good looking impulse that's coming out in the next wave. Mm. That's gonna be a good one. shit. Yeah, it's a build a build a fig uh, cyborg. So oh. and there's uh, I don't know what it's like a superboy or something like that, but. You know, like, the stuff that they're coming out is great, but um, I just hope that they figure out
1: how to make them actually stand up. Hmm, that's always fun. Yeah. Price on a cracker. Yeah, so... They do do tend to
2: overdo it, though, because, I mean, if you go into any GameStop, you can still see, like, the uh, Matt Reeves Riddler hanging out in there, you know, because (laughs) nobody
1: bought it. It's like, maybe guys calm down a little bit. Yeah, (laughs) slightly. I mean... Did they you oh know, I think they did uh oh okay yeah so they have they're gonna be releasing uh superman from flashpoint as well with McFarlane toys. So yeah,
2: that's and one, that's the one I thought you were talking about. The skinny one,
1: yeah. That is that is exactly the one mm. I'm talking about. Skinny Superman from, from Flashpoint. Interesting. Um, that's, Maybe Todd McFarlane knows something we don't. I'm uh, probably I, yeah. I mean it stands to reason,
0: yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah so what, what we still are you still pouring over the the trailer Leo?
0: Uh no that was all the Batman related items that I oh, could really? find in the trailer yeah we you yeah. were talking about
2: before um that uh Peter Safran and James Gunn were talking about a Batman and Robin item right that was going to come up um is that going to be a series is that going to be animated is that going to be live action or is that going to be a, so that's going to be a separate Batman movie the br- then
1: the brave and the bold that's what it
2: is. Brave, and, yeah. Bold. Yeah. Yep.
0: Brave so, and bold. So we have a couple Batman items coming up. Uh, still, we're, we're supposed to get the um, the new Batman animated series by Bruce Tim.
1: Cape Crusader.
0: Cape Crusader. Uh, I'll that's, take it. It's not going to be on HBO, so it's being shopped around. Hopefully it doesn't get to Netflix where they'll just cancel it after one season. I, yeah,
2: I, I kind of hope it goes back to Cartoon Network, something yeah. like that. I think they would do the best justice.
0: Or maybe it goes back to HBO because I believe that decision was made on under the old leadership. Oh, maybe. So, so maybe yeah. maybe it'll come back to HBO. Fingers crossed. That's good. Fox That's a Kids. Good point. <laughs> that would be something, huh?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, putting a Batman, especially this day in this day and age, too. Like, okay, we get it. You were on Fox before, but like Fox now is Disney. So, what? <laughs>
0: Yep. <laughs> so um yeah, we're obviously excited for the flash we're gonna get plenty of batman in that movie uh, but uh next some gonna- might
1: say too much batman in that movie not me <laughs> yeah not, not
0: you
2: not me either <laughs> yeah, no no Do you think do you guys think that this is going to be a record breaking movie or do you think that it's with all the superhero fatigue that it's just going to kind of peter out?
0: I think Uh, it's going to be a sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say that this is going to be like a breath of fresh air uh, that like this is going to be the. A a sign that DC is in the right, you know, um,
2: like when uh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse came out
0: i think so I, I think it's it's gonna get that type of reaction like the marvel i think a lot of people are getting tired with marvel like phase four hasn't been anything too spectacular it's a lot of you know heroes that they're a lot of people may be not excited for and this here we're getting it's batman it's freaking batman you know um almost 100 years of batman um I'm like, we say that on the verge of quantum mania coming out and I'll be like,
2: yeah. I will be much more excited for the next Shang-Chi movie. So, you know,
1: yeah. the hmm, I'm trying to, I'm trying
0: to think like, what why well, you think? I just want to say, like, I'm not saying I'm not excited for quantum mania. You know, uh, I, I think we all are. Uh, but as a, as a, you know, uh, uh a majority of the movie going people you know i think people are going to see this as something totally different you know um
1: well yeah. i i think i think part of what we're going to see that's different too especially regarding this movie and moving forward is that now that they they have a, a clearer path ahead of them you know some some projects that they actually do want to get going and, and have a cl- you know very clear ideas on themselves um, the biggest thing that we're going to see especially regarding Barry and Bruce in this movie that will dictate the rest of the DCU in toto that has been altogether done away with. Altogether in the MCU, with the exception of one individual, is the secret identity. You know, Bruce Wayne is Batman, is Bruce Wayne. He can't let people know that he's Batman. Batman can't let people know that he's Bruce Wayne. Barry wears a mask over his face when he's doing his thing for a reason. You know, I think we're gonna see that come into play a little bit more with, with the characters in DC moving forward, that it's not gonna be full on, like you know, everybody knows that Arthur Curry's Aquaman, but that's because he's the fucking king of the ocean. Yep, you know. Um, I don't think everybody's gonna know that you know the captain however you want to refer to him you know Shazam his he's actually billy billy batson yeah nobody knows that so yeah so the fact that everybody knows that steve rogers is captain america everybody knows that iron man is is tony stark everybody knows that thor is thor <laughs> but everybody <laughs> knows bruce banner is the hulk you know so yeah. on and so forth no, Spider-Man, Spider-
0: even Man. Scott Lang, he is friggin' even Scott.
1: God. He's known as, as, as Ant-Man. He's got his
0: book, right? Yeah.
1: You <laughs> know, and Peter Parker is the only one that had a secret identity. You know, and that you know they they did away with that, and then they had no way home, which brought that all. You know the the, the lengths they went to to keep that one guy from revealing who he is to the entire world to anybody really yeah well, that's really really yeah. one exception i mean fucking peter quill flew all over the goddamn galaxy telling people hey i'm star lord peter quill yeah. huh Ah, huh, you know me like
0: <laughs> the, there is uh well technically two others um the new black panther but also daredevil
1: Yep, I was true. thinking dear number one when you said Daredevil that. But... True. I I completely yeah. forgot that and not in a bad way because I liked She-Hulk. I, I, I did enjoy that show.
0: I just yeah, kind of forgot. It, it was, about... What like one and a half episodes? Yeah. yeah. It, it just
1: I was excited to see him and everything. I just yeah. didn't it, but it's I mean he's not sticking to, just yet.
0: It, yeah, it's just like a you know, a, a grain of salt within a whole MCU, you know. Oh yeah. Uh,
1: but you know, I think that's that's gonna uh Add for a slightly different way of storytelling uh, that has been kind of pushed to the side in order to tell this sort of like big new world order celebrity status superhero type of story. You know, the the rise, fall, and in between kind of stuff. Um, You know, and that's not to say it's like, you know, real heroes of fucking Atlanta or whatever. It's just... (laughs) Well, that's that's what kicked off civil war,
2: you know. And yeah. I like the idea too, like what you're saying about secret identities too, where it's like you can have different people play the same character, play the same role, and they they did that successfully in the Daredevil comics, where uh, Matt Murdock goes to jail and he asks Iron Fist, and then he asks T'Challa, you know, the uh, the Black Panther, to cover for him while he's away, so you know they would not convict him of being daredevil genius. You know, it's like you open it up for that. stuff. you know, thank you, Mark Wade, you know, for like that great stuff. But
0: yeah. Yeah. they've even done that with uh, Batman and Superman, Superman's Superman. Exactly. You
1: know, yeah. I mean, that goes as far back as Lee Falk doing the phantom. Yeah. You know, I mean, where one phantom goes down, another one always comes up. It's always the, the sun, the next in line and they take up the mantle. That's why even in the the cheesy, you know, so stupid, it's fun phantom movie that came out in the 90s. I mean, his father, Kit's father was killed. And the guy who killed him kept the belt that he stabbed him through as a trophy. Like he knew that that guy died. And all of a sudden the phantom shows back up. He's like, this is fucking impossible. Like, how is this happening? Like, that's. That, that's one of the things I always enjoyed about Daredevil and Spider-Man for, for a bit in the comics is, you know, they would, they would be the ones that actually tried to help each other out a couple of times before Daredevil became like a little bit more of a, a name again after Marvel Knights. Yep. You know, I, I always thought that was cool because they're both street level heroes. And when you break it down, they have somewhat similar abilities. You know, his radar sense Would act almost as a spider sense like it does for Peter Parker. Yeah, certainly. Easy enough to prove one way or the other who you know who a person is like, especially with the masks and everything. That's 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 a lot of fun stuff. Daredevil is probably going to be one of the one of the first, aside from Spider Man, but the actual pure MCU uh, project to deal with a guy trying to have that dual identity, that dual life. Uh, and I'm not counting Moon Knight because dissociative identity disorder oh, yeah. is a that's very a different thing. thing than having a you know a an alter ego to fight crime.
2: <laughs> yeah, and and he has three identities that people know. So yeah. <laughs> you know, so yeah, no that that's a great point, a very salient point that you said about um, um, having a secret identity, and, and I think that's that's going to be a big difference here. And I, I think this is going to be huge just because Michael Keaton's in it.
0: Like... Well, I, I think, you know, looking back last year, The Batman was the third, gross, uh, third highest grossing superhero movie last year.
2: Number one uh, movie streamed, I believe, too.
0: I, I don't have those numbers on me right now. It's okay. <laughs> uh, so number one, obviously, Black Panther 2 was Doctor Strange and then The Batman. So The Batman beat out Thor, Spider-Man No Way Home, Black Adam Morbius, Spider Man. Wow, holy shit! Morbius beat out Venom and Eternals. That's that. Oh, what are you looking at? Okay, why do they have Venom and Eternals on that? That's 2021. Okay, yeah, I was just thinking, yeah, that. yeah, the previous year. Okay, so Morbius was okay. So you're looking but at like it... Venom is way better than Morbius, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it is not even close. Uh, it, it must have been still in theaters, you know, uh, during 2020. Oh, probably, yeah. Didn't
1: they release Morbius twice? Three times, well? actually. Yeah. Three, Jesus Christ, it's once Morgan... ironically.
0: <laughs> I just don't
1: No, It was not, <laughs> it was not ironic. They, they were like, oh, these kids are making memes, re release the movie, really, release the Kraken. <laughs>
0: So, so looking at the flash, and I know we need to move on to uh, talking about uh, brave, brave and bold, bold. Um, but we're talking about the flash. That's going to have you're going to have fans from the '89 Batman, fans from Snyderverse, uh, and fans of are you, DC though? in general. Yeah, because <laughs> are you the, the trailer shows? You know, uh, Zod and and you know Man of Steel. So, I,
2: I really want to see what's going to happen with that. So, I mean, you can count me among those, you know? Yeah,
1: totally. So I, I, I think it's one thing I did notice in the trailer is that, um, when they're all fighting against Zod and you see like one of the big world engines at one point, you see a world engine. And it looks like it's, it's in the heart of the city, like heart of metropolis, right? Mm-hmm. The next shots they show, there's the world engine there and they're all fighting and it's the middle of the fucking desert. I, yeah yep i have a feeling especially with batman's involvement that he was like get this shit away from where people are right now you know what i mean like yeah it was it was one of the very first like moral imperatives of what they were trying to do to stop zod i yep. guarantee it because that's what batman does yeah save one person <laughs> <laughs> So, sorry sorry couldn't you know he says it to the flash I mean yeah. I've never I've never saved anything before I just mostly like push people
2: I think that was retcon one, too so that doesn't exist because that was the Wheaton version that wasn't in the Snyder one
1: that is correct
2: so I, yeah because it was really like exists. don't save
1: anybody but <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, uh, if they die they die
0: oh my god uh, <laughs> he turns uh, into uh, Drago <laughs> And, the, and what am we- I supposed to
1: do? Just let them die? Maybe they died.
0: <laughs> uh, Jesus and- Christ,
1: who are you, Jonathan Kent?
0: Oh uh, jeez. Uh, and the William inverse is like, okay, you need to make sure you fall right on her breasts. <laughs> yeah.
1: All right, I might need several takes to try it, though. Yeah, that was that was fucking
0: awful. Yeah, it was. Uh, Okay, so Batman Brave and Bold, they have announced that uh, the storyline that they're going to be pulling from, it's obviously we know it's not going to be like a direct translation, but it's going to be Batman and Son, the storyline where Batman learns about Damien. Apparently in the 80s, uh, they tried the storyline before with um, what he was. Son yeah. of the Bat,
2: it's a, a story that came out and it was a Neil Adams and um, uh, Denny O'Neill story where they had uh, Rachel Gould and um, Talia kind of kind of seduces Batman and they have like a wild night of passion and all that. And he ends up thwarting Rachel Gould and all that. And then they go about their lives and you see that she's actually had his child and it went nowhere until Kingdom Come, when you know, in the future, you have Ibn al Yufash which translates to a, Son I, of the like Bat.
1: Ibn Zufash.
2: I thought it was Al Zufash.
1: X-U apostrophe. So That's, that was, that was his son. The, who Go to the
2: Googles. We take, we take a look at um, Damien now. That's who he was. And that was the only glimpse that we had from like 1995 until this hit in, was it like 2005?
0: This was, let me pull up my notes.
1: We were both right. It's Ibn Al Zufash. Yeah. So we I'll take I'll take that. We each had a piece of it. And when when you push together what we were saying, it's the right fucking what what do you normally (laughs)
2: say? Pyrrhic victories.
1: Pyrrhic victories, right? (laughs) Pyrrhic victories. I I won, but it wasn't really worth worth all I lost to get there. (laughs) The the other piece
2: about this Batman and Son there is my favorite Batman artist is on this, which is Tony S. Daniel. Um, Tony Daniel does my favorite Batman He's so freaking good It looks like Jim Lee But like a lot of times when you look at Jim Lee's art It looks like he's just kind of phoning it in at the end Like he petered out and ran out of gas So it's like Tony Daniels doesn't do that And his stuff is vibrant And it's it's just awesome
0: So this uh, came out In uh, 2006
2: Oh it's 2006 okay Yep. So 11 and- years
0: later So this storyline essentially is just four issues that cover Damien. And actually, sorry, a fifth that covers, uh, we don't know if it's canon or not, but it's Damien in the future.
1: Oh, yeah, it's a weird one, man. I read that, too.
0: Yeah. The beginning of the storyline is just fucked up. (laughs) Poor Gordon,
1: man. Poor Gordon. (laughs) Fucking being halfway through Joker gas, being like Joker toxin, working its way out of your system like half of his face was still stuck in a, like a rictus smile and he yep. would snicker every like 45 seconds what a fucking nightmare man
0: uh we get uh we don't want to spo- well it's an old story anyway uh <laughs> yeah you're not spoiling shit bro no 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 so uh the joker gets killed by batman and it turns out it's uh, a fake batman that's I've been smart. saying he's fake for years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, I no- I didn't even notice
1: that before on the wall there. Zer, there- yeah, huh? It's oh, it's over there too on the, there and on, the dumps- on the dumpster on the dumpster what, right. what? does it say? Zer and R. Oh, okay. It's but it's over on the next panel at the top on the right hand side on the side of the dumpster too. Zer and R. What is that? Is that like a batmite thing? Or what is that?
0: Oh, uh, R Batman is um, a Batman. So it was actually just covered in the um, uh, Chip Zdorsky. story. Is that one? the one with like
2: the uh, the yellow and purple costume or
0: something? Yeah, Zurn Zurnar Zurnar. Yeah, it's a
2: throwback to like a 1950s story.
0: Yeah, it was a Batman from a different universe. Yeah. Uh, but nice. the, the new storyline is it's um, essentially the alter ego of Batman. That's sort of like the perfect Batman. Oh. So when Batman was broken by uh, failsafe, Zurnar kicked in uh, to try to save Batman
1: sure okay i have no idea (laughs) what you were talking about i i will i will have to look it up and read it at some point yeah yeah yeah.
0: uh at least that's that's you literally could have just made that
1: shit up and i'd be like wow powerful stuff leo powerful stuff (laughs) well
2: that's this is this is when um you know like you, you get to the rest in peace and stuff like that and that's when Zurinar comes out again so you, you'll Thank see him God. a little bit more in the Grant Morrison run.
1: Zurnar is actually on that same wall a second time underneath the second flaming Joker card, too, on the left. It's there in big blue letters and then underneath in...
0: Yeah, yep.
1: I can't believe I didn't notice the shit while I was reading it.
0: Yeah, Maybe it's... Is that like uh, Doctor Who and it was like Wolf 3-5? Bad Wolf. Oh, Bad, bad wolf.
1: wolf, yeah. Bad yeah. Wolf.
0: Uh, so the storyline, uh, if you're not familiar with it, there was also an animated series that was very similar. Uh, Batman learns that he has a child, and uh, uh, that is essentially dropped at his doorstep. And
1: Here, you have fun with the little brat. Yeah. I am tired of him. He keeps trying to kill me in the sleep.
2: <laughs> Later, I will try and clone
0: him.
1: Do not damage him too much. I am running out of the spare organs to give him.
0: <laughs> uh, Justin, uh, what did you think of the storyline? I mean, it's, it's good. Like when,
2: when you get to the Rachel ghoul parts and when they're fighting, like the man bats, like that was something where it's like, Oh, I didn't see that coming the first time I read it. And I, I think that just the imagery and all that is like super powerful. Um, I don't think it's as heady as some of the Grant Morrison stuff that I've seen in the past. So, you know, it's it's a good story and, and I like it, but I've definitely seen better from Grant, you know.
1: I, I, I actually, you know, having read this uh, last week and not beforehand, I saw the multiple like the Manbat Army coming from a mile away the second I saw Langstrom. And he wasn't man bad. I was like, oh, I know what's happening here. Like, why why, why would his wife be held hostage with some kind of toxin being injected? Okay, I, I get it. What would you do if you had that formula? You wouldn't fucking use it on yourself. You'd probably want to turn soldiers into powerful Man-Bat things. And who would want to do that? Oh, I know, somebody who likes to pervert the idea of what Batman stands for. That's not the Joker. Maybe... Maybe the head of the demon or the daughter of the head of the demon because both those guys suck.
0: That's, thought, that's what happens. <laughs> I thought this panel was just awesome. With oh, the, yeah. Batman just reached the end of his thread there and just goes off on Damien. Damien's been a complete uh, spoiled brat up until this point.
1: Oh, see, we took, we took that as two different things, man. Really? Really? Yeah, honest to god. Like, um, you know, no smartassery, no no tomfoolery. Um, I did not see that as Batman reaching the end of his rope. I saw that as Bruce figuring out that the only way the kid was going to listen was if he was spoken to the way he was when he lived with the League of Assassins.
0: Oh, that's a good way to take it. That's the well, only Bruce way the a father
2: though is super clueless, you know, cuz
1: Yeah, i mean, yeah <laughs> I'm not saying that this is this is fatherhood uh, this is Bruce having been a student, having been a pupil and understanding that this is the only language besides violence that this kid
0: understands
1: that you know what I mean like if you think about it oh, yeah. he he looks severe, but the only thing that he says with real emphasis he i mean he says you'll be given opportunities to prove yourself to me until then, boy, patience is a virtue. That's the patience is a virtue is the only thing that he comes close to like raising his voice on. Otherwise it's incredibly assertive and very intimidating. That's exactly the kind of strength that this kid would have been forced to respect his entire life. That's why immediately he was like, yes, yes, father. I mean, Think about it. He's he's yeah. the grandson of the head of the demon. Like he would have been given no quarter. The part of the reason he's acting like this here is because he's never been allowed to act like that at any other point in his life. Virtually guaranteed.
2: He's so petulant, you know. It's oh just- yeah,
1: he's a fucking nightmare. But it, like I said, it's because. He's still a kid. He's testing the boundaries. He's seeing what he can do. Yep.
2: Yep. Beats the hell, uh, you know, like goes through the the gambit, and it's just like, oh yeah, you, you, you were um, in his most recent Robin. I'll be taking your place, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: uh, and he just goes. Oh, out so and- you're Robin? Not for long. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, to prove himself, he goes out and just beheads the enemy.
2: Yeah. With a grenade in his mouth, yep, you know.
0: Exactly. Oh my god.
1: Man, pull the pin and then just put the head on a lazy Susan. It's... <laughs> that sounds like a breaking bad thing. Spin it. Well, because like part of part of you know, like part of those things sometimes is how much they rotate once they're tossed. So you just put his head on, spin it and fucking run. <laughs> See how many times it goes around or blows up. <laughs>
0: Uh, So one of the things we wanted to do was, you know, do uh, before we wrap things up here, a little speculation as of where this is going to go. When we get the um, the next the incarnation of Batman. So I wanted to get your thoughts on uh, the the future of the Batman. He He needs a Robin.
2: We need to see a Robin on film. It's been too long. And yeah. everything's so grim and dark that he needs that lightness. And I think that if they do it right, they can really appeal to kids. You know, and they're, they're going to go with Damien, but he's not going to just be Damien. He's going to be Damien mixed with, with the others. And, and honestly, I wonder if they would all, if they would mix in either Batgirl, you know, and, and bring in Wesley Grace. You know as like oh she's here but now she's Oracle because she got shot you know like would they do something like that and mix it in so that way you've got someone older to foil like Nightwing does in, in the cartoon or um you know Tim does in, in this one. So that I'm I'm thinking they could go that way and that would be a nice dovetail to be like hey look we, we told you we'd bring her back haha ha, wink nudge
1: you know I I think that there's a very strong possibility, especially considering that James Gunn did mention the Bat family, uh, you know, through and through. Um, I think whomever it is that they cast as Bruce Wayne and Batman is going to, you know, dictate down the line who they're able to cast as Nightwing, not Robin, Nightwing, uh, and potentially Tim Tim Drake, uh, but also. Uh, Barbara Gordon slash Batgirl here's the thing I do think that initially we may we might see her as Batgirl what my thought would be especially because they would have Damien there and it's such a an isolated character in, in the story art they're going through uh, I would love to see at some point not even necessarily in the first movie but you can allude to it for a continuation that cassandra Kane would end up showing up uh in as the you know the the daughter of Kane and and and, uh lady oh my god shiva thank you lady shiva um in the fact that she has just been trained to be an assassin using her unique talents of you know I don't even know how to describe what she does like she she can see your next move like it's she's she's mute and it somehow translates into her ability to read body language down to like micro movements and it makes her quite formidable and considering the amount of training she has like she is incredibly lethal if need be but to have her show up maybe in a, at the end of a first movie, like coming into a second movie and be uh, a somewhat teenage foil to Damien. They both have gone through very similar things, but maybe we find her trying, trying to break away from what she's been forced into. Cause she's never known anything else. And that's when Barbara Gordon ends up hurt and somebody, you know, she decides to step in as Batgirl. Hmm. And that's where you start to see like a little bit more of that bat family starting to expand. And Damien can be, can become a little bit more of a sympathetic character because they're both going to try to help each other through some of the shit that she might be going through there that he had to deal with growing pains when he first got sent to Wayne Manor. Like, I, I don't know. I, I have I I have like a fucking running story going in my head. I just oh, that's I, cool. No. I, I just think it's a great way to involve like several characters very organically uh, and still still not have it feel bloated. You know, just take your time. It can be all about introducing Damien to the to the quote bat family in that first movie. You know you can you can have Barbara show up at some point. You can have Dick there. You can have Tim there. And by the end of it, you know he kind of realizes, oh, this is where I want to be. This is where I, what I want to do. But he still has to work on that. It's a day to day thing. And you get a hint of of Cassandra's orphan, whatever you want to call her, at that point. And then in the second movie, somebody is hired, Kane or whomever, to assassinate bruce wayne whatever, and that sets off a whole chain of events that leads to orphan kind of saying i'm i'm done you know and it would be great because it'd be nice representation for folks out there who you know are hearing impaired and and speech impaired because she speaks in in asl sign language uh and you have barbara fill in the role of oracle she's batgirl you know, these two kids are both learning how to be heroes instead of killers. And they have some of the best teachers in the world to do that. And it can be, it can go to dark places, but that doesn't mean it has to be absolutely fucking gritty, grimdark. You know, I, I, I actually think there's a lot of potential for some really good storytelling with brave and the bold. Cool. I'm looking forward to it.
0: Uh, What about you, Justin? What are your, your thoughts
2: I, uh, I, I like that. I, I really do hope that they bring in Batgirl. And, and I hope we get a little bit of redemption there. And I want to see something different than Batman and Robin fighting the Joker or the Riddler or the Penguin or anything else like that. Like, I want to see something different. And if you want to give us something cool, like, maybe you can give us, like, like this, where they're fighting an army of racial goal man-bats. Or we, we can get something where it's like they're fighting Mr. Freeze or something completely different than what we've seen. And just like, like Brandon is always talking about subverting expectations, it's like, give us a story like they did in Infinity War, where it's like, okay, we know the basic outline, but we don't know what the twists and turns are going to be.
1: That's what yeah. I'd like to see.
2: Something, something along those lines.
1: Yeah, that'd be great. That'd
2: be it makes the stakes excellent. high. You know, it's like we, we want to worry for the characters.
0: Well mm-hmm. I think uh I think it's gonna be a crazy movie, especially if they're gonna be having Bat family. Um, you know, obviously Robin Damien, um, Batgirl. Um I think with a story that big, I think they could really introduce a, a really good handful of the rogues gallery. Mm-hmm. Um and I could you know, if you're gonna go the Oracle route, you know, I could see them having Joker as maybe like a side story and maybe fitting in something similar to like Killing Joke. Uh, because Killing Joke can be wrapped up into just like you know, just a couple scenes, you know. Um I agree, I yeah.
1: completely agree with that. I don't want to see them execute it the same way no. as no. it was done in Killing Joke. Um you know, I don't want to see Joker coming after her because she's Barbara Gordon or anything like that. I would actually much rather see it be that she was like about to take Joker down or whatever, and he did something and ran away, and it, you know, left her worse for wear. And that's when Batman or Dick or whomever actually had to like bring her someplace else and help her out of her back girl outfit and into regular clothes to make it look like something happened and still like call the cops. Like they already called emergency services and they now have timed themselves to having like 38 seconds to do all of this. And especially because, and I I brought this up on the midweek geeks, um, they're doing a booster gold television show. Yes, And I really, really, really want the emotional hit of Booster coming to terms with what he can and cannot do to be his attempt to save Barbara from getting hurt numerous times while getting beaten mercilessly, having to heal for a month and then coming back in time again only to have just like a Rube Goldberg series of unfortunate shit occur every single time preventing him from saving Barbara Gordon. You know, I explained it, Justin, I explained it on the show how... Yeah, we, we've talked about it, yeah. How Batman showed Booster the Polaroids he found from the killing joke. And he's like, you were in a shitload of these, but you, you didn't have that ridiculous collar when you first showed up and you're clearly older. What gives? You know, and when Booster finally breaks, down, I was like, oh, Batman, you have no idea the shit I have to do. I'm in, I'm responsible for time. Time, Batman. I got caught betting on football games in the future, and now I'm responsible for reality. I don't know what to do half the time. I can't save Ted. I can't save Barbara, but I can save everybody else. I'm going fucking nuts, and Rip won't let me do anything that I want to. Okay. All right, hold on. But that's not even the worst part. He tells me I have to look stupid in front of everyone so they never guess that I'm as good as I fucking am. He's like, okay, all right. Booster, you're as good as everybody says. If you need help, you let me know. We'll never tell anybody your secret. Now go out there and convince everyone you're as stupid as you need them to think you are. And it completely changes the character's attitude. For the rest of the series. And what I want the beginning of that series to be. Is Booster goes back in time. And he's going to try to. Make money. Make a name for himself. And that seems like what the show is going to be. Until you get to like the third or fourth episode. And that's when Rip Hunter shows up. And he's like oh buddy. Nah. I actually have a job for you. And that's when he's thrust into having to fix time.
0: You forgot about the worst part, where he talks about his his dad's dead. His new step stepdad has a casino, made his mom get breast implants. You know? <laughs> yeah, kind of.
1: <laughs> yeah, ma- ma- mom. <laughs>
2: Oh my God, do you do you think that just a, a follow up to this uh, Booster Gold question here? Do you think that if we see them, it would be the Batman slash Batgirl from the movie verse in, or or are they not going to intermingle?
1: I don't know. I do not know. Con- I will say this: considering that they are all being touted as part of Chapter One of the same DCU storyline, I would be more surprised if it weren't. The person that was used in the film as well um but we'll see you know and that's if they even do that that you know you can't take it for granted yeah i don't who knows
2: you know you know uh, but i uh, mean he he was like teasing a whole bunch of stuff so you know who
1: knows booster booster gold i think you know the only way i can think to crack it is to make it appear at first that he's just going to be, you know, just another idiot out there trying to make a name for himself, it, it makes fun of the whole like social media influencer type deal where, you know, he utilizes his knowledge of future events to try to make a, a name and a buck for himself. And uh, as I said in, in the, the other show, you know, everybody documents everything on social media. So skeets would have, all going to be a wealth good part. of knowledge. Yeah. He's going to be a very important part of the entire thing. And, uh, I think the script is going to flip. And just when you think it's going to be this full on, like idiot, always just kind of stepping in it. That's when you get an actual, like time master coming down, like Thor's hammer and saying like, Oh no, no, buddy, you travel through time. You're in my domain now. Guess what you get to do? Fix what you broke. And that becomes Booster's job. And that's when he explains to him, like, oh, no, no. You're still going to go out there and do what you're doing. He goes, oh, I can still make money and stuff? He goes, no, no, no. You misunderstand. <laughs> you're an idiot. And I need everyone to believe you're an idiot. So go ahead and act like an idiot. Like, that is how I see that getting cracked altogether. Um, just because... I don't know how you show him bouncing around in kind of dipping toes in certain events that we saw in the series that we know happened in other comic stories without flashpoint. Yeah. Without being established, you know, it's, it's going to be tricky, but hopefully they cast well. Um, you know it's funny because you know James Gunn announced it, and so everyone's like, "Oh, Chris Pratt." I'm like, he is not going to play Booster Gold, and that's not a knock on Chris Pratt. Never
2: know if it could be Nathan Fillion because he is in every James Gunn movie.
1: He is in every James Gunn movie. I think there's a better chance of him playing Rip Hunter than Booster yep. Gold, oh, which ooh. would not bother me.
2: I I'm just happy to see him at work. So, <laughs> boy, let's let's just admit the voice of Skeets is probably going to be Alan Tudyk. So.
1: Yeah, it probably is going to be on two. It's two dick, by the way, when one dick won't do. <laughs>
0: uh, well, on that note, we should wrap things up because uh pretty late. So uh, I want to thank everybody for watching or listening this fine time. Uh, my name is Leo. I'm the monkey behind the keyboard here. We have, uh, you know, I run Dorking Podcast Network. We got a lot of awesome shows on the network, a lot of awesome people doing a lot of awesome stuff. And I'm saying awesome way too many times because <laughs> I'm excited about all this awesomeness for D.C. And uh, Justin, how's it going, bud? Good. Awesome. Uh,
2: or or as I am known as Elseworlds, Brandon. Um, <laughs> <next game. laughs> you, can, you can check me out the Epic Shells Facebook group. It's all Ninja Turtles all the time. Check out my uh, show, The Epic Tales from the Sewers, or you can check me out on The Dorking. You know, when,
0: uh, when I show up over there in our Facebook community. Very cool. Very cool. Mr. Brandon, take us out.
1: All right, everybody. I'm powerful. Brandon. Uh, if you feel so inclined, come on over to Facebook and check out the powers combined group. Uh, we're just a group of dorks that like to get together, share info, news, memes, uh, fun times, and laughs to be had by all. Our number one rule there is don't be a jerk. If you violate that, you will be booted immediately. If you want to follow me on social media? You can check me out on Twitter at Brandon's Powers and on Instagram at This Brandon Has Powers. Uh, you can also check out the Comics Paradox uh, podcast Twitter page that's at Comics underscore paradox, uh, as well as on Instagram uh, at Comics Paradox podcast. And that is the show that I do with Justin and Leo uh, every other week where we talk about else worlds and, and what ifs. Uh, just altogether different characters, alternative takes on story arcs that we already are familiar with, or maybe need to learn a little bit more about. And, you know, we, we kind of use that as a diving off point. Uh, whether or not you're into either one of those two things, we will also be checking out stuff like Tangent Comics from DC or Age of Apocalypse covering X-Men storyline from Marvel. Uh, and, you know, we, we just have a lot of fun doing it. And uh, some, some are great. Some are them. less than great <laughs> uh and you know it's it's just a good time all together to to read these and then you know jabber about them uh and that's uh, every other sunday when those pop up and you can find them wherever find podcast
0: or broadcast awesome with that we'll catch you guys there bye. bye bye everybody